Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and lots and lots of delicious cake. Ollie is cake. Ian is cake. Dirty is cake. Tom is cake. That is all. A martini shaken up. Welcome to Shake Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, I'm your host, Ollie, and welcome to episode number 176. Joining me today is Duty, the Duty Dutra. Hello. Hey, Duty. Yeah, I'm alright. How you doing? Good, good, good. It's, uh, it's throwing me a bit because normally we record these remote podcasts and we can see everyone, but we have decided not to do that today. And now I just don't know where to look. I'm just sort of looking off into the ether. But it's just a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, <it's just> a- <laughs> Even when we're talking in person, Ollie's still just, you know, uh, uh, what I really think about this movie, look at the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just sort of wanders off. <clears throat> look. I have a very short attention span, mm-hmm. but you know, speaking of short attention spans, Tom is here. Tom, Hi, what are we talking about? Right? Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. how are you, Tom? How's your week been? Ah, it's been very good. Of course, as we all know, we are back in lockdown, and that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, no, 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 this does not deserve a blah blah blah. It's it a Retract your blah <laughs> I I feel very lucky because I am actually not in Metropolitan Melbourne, so I am not locked down. The lockdown, me the lockdown, ever yabba dabba sad time. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> um, no, I you yeah, need some I, toilet paper. I'm lucky because my gym is still open, so I'm good. You make me Ollie, that was a spot. Say gym or gin? Gym. My gin is still open. Gym. No. That's that reminds me I need some gin. <laughs> <laughs> Ian is here. How are you, Ian? Clearly sad because you know, yeah, all your gains I'm have gone. Sadness, yeah. Two weeks, I went five days a week with duty. We were getting all <laughs> swollen bulk again with mm-hmm. my muscle memories. Mm-hmm. Now it's all gone. But more than that, I'm still a little bit upset about last week, to be honest, because we hit the rock and... Yeah, there are still things I disliked about the movie that I didn't even mention. Like the fact that... <laughs> Go on. No, Sean sorry. Connery, Case Sean Connery broke out of prison by rolling through fire and then he broke back in by rolling through fire only to open a door from the inside. Somebody tell me how he didn't do that. <laughs> you, know, you know, he's got a good point. He has a there very good point. There guards in there. There's no guards anymore. Nah, think he's about got a good it, buddy. Point. Think about it. He's got a really good point. No guards in the fucking sewer. <laughs> of course there is. This is Alcatraz. It's the rock. That's a really good point. He's got a fantastic point. It sounds like I missed a great episode. <laughs> sounds like Ian doesn't know how prisons work. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, first shift as a prison guard, Jim, your sewer duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Fuzzy's here as well. Yes, the he is. The last of the bunch. How are you, Fuzzy? How's your week been? I'm hungry for cake. 
um, right now, to be completely honest. The cake memes have been going strong this morning, and it's actually made me hungry for cake. So I'm going to go and get some cake after this finishes. So you don't have any cake with you on you now? I do not have any cake in my pockets right now. My normal cake pouch is empty. Sad cake music. Fuzzy, have you ever thought about teaching Milo how to bake so you have an endless supply of baked goods? Well, we do. We we have been learning how to make chocolate chip cookies. uh, (laughs) So that's been pretty awesome. But, I mean, chocolate chip cookies are great, but they're no cake. So no cake? Well, you know what the next step is. Well, upgrade to cake, of course. Cake, Cake, obviously. But can you be sure that he's not cake? Well, realistically, like I'm thinking that you know, cookies are kind of like a gateway pastry into into <laughs> the the, the, the real hardcore pastry, <laughs> the hardcore into the into the cake. Maybe pie. Maybe it goes cookie Ooh. pie. Made, I made. I tried oh. to make some microwave cake last night. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm a little worried. It's going to be a bit dry. Maybe I'll put a special treat in the middle, make it a bit better. So I pushed a Tim Tam into the middle. Oh, didn't work. Didn't work. What a waste of a Tim Tam. It was extraordinarily dry, and then there was a hard biscuit in the middle. Was extraordinarily dry. The Tim Tam was surrounded by flour. I think it would have been better if you just like pushed a pinger into the middle of the cake. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Shelve it. Shelve cake. Shelve cake. See, now I'm even more interested in cake than I was before. So was thank you. Chocolate cake when it went in, because now it's a chocolate cake. Oh, it's shelf cake. Long shelf life. Shelf life. Yeah. Well, let's, let's let's just go to the news. Let's avoid this. Alrighty, so first up we have, there was an interview with Ludacris during the week by interviewer Jess Cage, where a joke was made about Fast and Furious in space, to which the response was, you just said something very important. Mm. I I will say that you are very, because you said something right, but I'm not going to give it away. It looks like Fast and Furious could be going to space. That sounds ludicrous. Well, I mean, is there anything else we need to say? (laughs) You've done the punchline already. That sounds vindic. (laughs) They they joked about this, I think, like five years ago. Some of the writers are like, "Oh yeah, we could just you know go to space. That could be the ultimate thing." And 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 now it might actually be happening. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, please. Is are we up to nine now, or is the yes. next one ten? No, the next one's okay. nine. Okay. Remember when the craziest thing they did was go to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty crazy. Remember the it invention of there, drifting? Though. Like it wasn't even the same people. It was just a car movie in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toretto was in the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Was he for and, like a cameo? And yeah, technically, Jason Statham was in it as well. Yeah. Oh boy. One of the greatest names ever, DK. You know, DK, DK stands for Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. 
best rap ever. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Number nine. Bird Box 2 has been announced as being in development. You have no idea how hard I was about to push number eight as soon as you said Bird Box. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, Josh Malama, the writer, has said that it is going along, um, but they're being very secretive. Huh? (laughs) Writer in quote marks. I haven't seen the first one, so I don't understand the hate. Has everybody here seen the first one? I've seen it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's okay. It's it's yeah. a lot better than the silencing with the Stanley Tucci. Uh, <laughs> None of them are a quiet place. So yeah, I haven't seen that. Exactly right. It's, I, it would, I yeah. don't know how it's got a number two. Like it's it's wasn't good because it's Netflix. It it was like the top viewed thing straight away and then they're just probably writing that coattails even though it was top viewed for like only a week but the movie had a pretty decent ending as well like unless you're following different characters or you're on a different side of the globe Uh, for sure they'll find a way to bring her back because there's nothing she loves more than a sequel like speed (laughs) 2 cruise control (laughs) the net 2.0 very good point back in black (laughs) the lake house (laughs) 2 Um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do a sequel to, to the first one because no way in fucking hell would she leave where she like ended up at the end of the first film. Unless they, unless they were forced to. There's, like, they wouldn't leave willingly. Mm. I, could, I could see it happening, but I don't think it's going to be good. It just won't capture the same magic. People, were, like, people liked the first oh, one because it was simple. You know what? You know what we're going to get as well? We're going to get more of those stupid fucking bird box challenges that people were doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Where they blindfold themselves and did stupid shit and got run over and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be fucking stupid again. I don't mind those challenges because it just it just lowers the gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> if you're dumb enough to do that Dude, sort of stuff, for. then I'm all for it. You can have fun. It's like when they did um, Chernobyl, the, the TV series Chernobyl, and they had all those people, like the influencers, going to Chernobyl oh, to take fucking God. photos. It's like, really? Yep. Go for it. Go die. That's what? fucking. Heaps of people went there. Like, just craziness. But yes, there, Ooh, there we go. Can you say the name of that this one more time? Chernobyl. Chernobyl or Chernobyl? Far out. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. No, Sorry, go on. What were you saying, Ollie? No, 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 no. Go on. What were you saying? No, never mind. <laughs> you sure? Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. They're doing it, guys. They're making another one. There will be another Peter Pan, and Jude Law is going to be playing Captain Cook. Oh, Captain Cook. Captain Cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It is a, it is a Peter Pan Australia hybrid. Oh man, Peter Pan. It's Pointer Pan. Pointer Pan. Okay, so is this another <laughs> origin story or what? what Nailed it. It's the colonial story. God. Uh, uh, it is going to be directed by David Lowry, who did Pete's Dragon. My David Lowry. Brother to Mike Larry. <laughs> <laughs> he did Pete's Dragon. Did anyone watch Pete's Dragon? No. Yep, no. it was terrible. H- have they said who's going to be Peter, who's going to be Tinkerbell, or is it just Jude Law? Uh, all Jude I have Robinson written down Singer. is Jude Law. But let me have Jude a look Law. at what... 
I don't mind Jude Law as an actor. I think he's a pretty good actor. It's not very intimidating, though. And he's got more of a Peter Pan face. To be fair, Dustin Hoffman isn't intimidating, yet he pulled it off pretty well. Uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman Hugh Jackman like... wasn't intimidating either. So. Uh, he didn't play Captain Hook. I would wasn't he Captain Hook in that one? No, he played Backbeard. Oh, oh really? I, I would like to just propose something. Jude Law is intimidating. Have you seen AI? <laughs> <laughs> is he in AI? Yeah. He's the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, he's like the prostitute robot. The prostitute robot. I haven't so seen that. Sorry, I'm just gonna Google prostitute robot for a second. <laughs> I think, like, I think you're thinking of Blade Runner 2049. Oh, oh yeah, maybe. So we have um. So Eva Anderson is playing Wendy, and Alexander Molony is Peter Pan. I don't know who either of those people are. No, but, neither. Yeah. As long as it's not the kid Peter from Pan Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Good Lord, no. <laughs> I mean. What? 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 This better be about Artemis Fowl. Look, I'm always down for Peter Pan. Peter Pan's a bit of fun. It's not going to be as good as Hook. Hook is fantastic. They've made too many. Why do they keep making them? Because they keep getting it wrong. And they keep making money. Why? If you were going to do it, why wouldn't you try get Tom Holland? Like. <laughs> he is Peter Pan, right? Likes to wear yeah, tights he's, and he's got to play weird. Peter Parker. Oh. Uh, see, there's a difference. Yeah, impossible. He could not possibly play another Peter. But then if, if you had Tom Holland as Peter Pan, then it'd be like, oh, now you need Robert Downey Jr. as Hook. And to be fair, I'd like to see Robert Downey Jr. as Hook because that'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, because he did so well as Doolittle. So, uh, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, we need him doing more ridiculous accents, people. He wasn't bad in Doolittle. The opening, the start of that movie is trash, but it gets better as it goes. Uh, I don't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> you say that, but I feel like that movie just did so little for me. God, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Move it along. You go, I got the Number Mission Impossible 7 and the Batman have started back in production in the UK. Also on top of that, because it's kind of related, but not specifically related to that news, I wrote it down in here anyway. Also, the Batman is getting a TV series that is going to be a prequel series called uh, Gotham PD. Oh, my God. I hate it so much already. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be on HBO Max, and it yeah, so it's going to be a prequel of showing how Gotham became what it is before the film. There's just so much Batman. Oh, fucking hit it! It's oversaturated. What you are, what you are. (laughs) I will say, good thing it's not on the fucking CW. Oh yeah, thanks, uh, it's not on CW. Yeah, but But still. There was a, there was a there's a really good comic run. Oh, a lot of people really like it. I was mad about it with um, Ed Brubaker called um, Gotham uh, Gotham City by Night or Gotham City PD or something like that, um, and it follows the GCPD um, tracking down and like you know doing doing their normal job like finding killers and all that sort of stuff like that. And their whole thing about the book is that <clears throat> these cops want to catch killers, whether they're normal killers or whether they're super villains and stuff like that, before Batman does because. Some cops actually hate Batman because he essentially just comes in, does the work, and leaves. And he's not doing all the groundwork that normal cops do. I think that's. <laughs> he's a- not contributing to the pension. Uh- <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Never shows up at the union meetings. But uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a. It's a. 
Yeah, it's a pretty good idea, and I think you can you could probably possibly do something like that where you can sort of you don't necessarily have to have uh, I've forgotten the fucker's name, the guy who's going to play the new Batman, um, but. Ah, yeah, you don't have to have him, but you can have that suit and not show Batman and be like, yeah, he's here or, or whatever like that, rather than having, oh, this is Gotham before Batman because all there was was Falcone and Malone and all that sort of stuff like that. There's no Mr. Freeze. There's no Two-Face. There's none of that because they all sort of start to come in as Batman is around. <clears throat> Oof. <clears throat> I, I, I still just don't think we need it. Absolutely not. We'll no. get it. Yeah. If there's, if there's one thing that we don't need, it's more context and background to Batman. Um, because <laughs> yes, I think R&D. we have enough of it. <laughs> if, I, if I see his parents get murdered one more fucking time, Jesus Christ, I will walk out of the cinema. My mother's name is Martha, too. Nicholas. Move it along. <laughs> Number six. Speaking of too much Batman, we have a new Batwoman. Jefferson yeah. Leslie yes. is this. taking over the mantle. At least it's not Ruby Rose. <laughs> Why they hired Ruby Rose in the first place is is mind boggling. Diversity. Ruby Rose, yeah. Oh, it's just. <laughs> oh, it's just you so... could hang a bat on me. It's worse. Did anyone? Did anyone watch it? Ah. Nope. I think Fuzzy watched Who's a the new person? Google. Jabasia Leslie. I, I watched the first two episodes of uh, Batwoman, and yeah, it was pretty shit. Yeah. It was, it was actually terribly shit. Just, it just, uh, everything about it just didn't work. Was it just another CW show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Aggressively so. Yeah. That's, that's. I don't need that. Yeah, no. Honestly, two, like one and a half seasons of Arrow was enough for me. <laughs> they, they literally have done one season of this show and now they're replacing the lead actress with another actress. I mean... And with another character did. as well. <clears throat> yeah. It tells you everything you need to know about how good that show is. Yeah. Did Ruby Rose say she didn't want to do it anymore? Yeah. Yeah, because she copped too much shit for it. Too much. Like, I mean, she's going to cop shit always. Yeah, because yeah. it's Ruby Rose. People just people just don't like her. I, yeah. I've I've seen I saw comments when like it was first announced that Ruby Rose is going to be Batwoman and she's going to have her own TV show. And people are like, oh my god, I'm so happy for you. I love all your work. And I'm sitting there going, have you actually watched her work? Like, <laughs> well, or have you just honestly, seen John Wick you, where she doesn't talk? <laughs> <laughs> can you name any other movies or TV shows you've been in? The Meg, oh, Resident god. Evil, oh, the god. last one. I uh, forgot. She's in John Wick too. John Wick two. Yeah. Any Orange other. is the new black. Wasn't she in a Pitch Perfect movie? Yeah, she was awful in all of them. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> Do you need any other things that I think we've gone through her entire CV? That's right it. Now. That's it. Yeah. Before that, she just did a lot of modelling. She was doing fine. She, she was on. She was like, the MTV or Channel V or something like that on Foxtel. Yeah, oh, she was the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like that. No, I'm just. I'm looking at the uh, the um, IMDb for the new actress. A mm. uh, whole lot of things I've never heard of before. Never heard of any of these TV shows. Yeah, well, I mean, it is the CW. They're not spending a lot of money on this. <laughs> no, hell no. 
But it's just, uh, I don't have any money to spend. If if by going by that sort of logic, let's have Andrew G as Batman. Like <laughs> Andrew G, I don't think exists anymore. That's Osha Goodsback. Whatever. Yeah, that's correct. That guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he dropped the stage name. Yeah. yeah. He had, he had two name changes. He went to Andrew Ginsburg after that, and then went to Osha Ginsburg. Just keeps changing it. It's great. Yes. I love it. <laughs> He's just going to be Osh at one stage. Osh <laughs> helped his career. Yeah. God, Andrew G. What a throwback. Into Andrew G's room, G's room. <laughs> 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 All right, moving along. Number five. The Sims is getting a TV show that's headed to TBS. It's a reality no. TV show. <laughs> it is Number madness. Four. Number four. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, we're sticking on number five. <laughs> number five. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's 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 taking the ideas of MasterChef and Ready City Cook and all, all those sort of cooking shows and then into that Lego Brickmaster sort of one and going, let's do that, but instead of using your actual hands, let's use computers and make sim stuff. And look, to be honest, it's it's it's... I like the idea of it. There's not, there's surprisingly very little thoughts on it, uh, but there's still some. <laughs> yeah, if I uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on in, oh. <laughs> I think we'd lose our rating if we. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're barely yeah. on. A I'm gonna pack that, that one is. back up, put it on the shelf, and never mention it again. Um, <laughs> Look, I think it's going to get a very dedicated audience. However, that audience is very, very small. Yeah, both it of them are going to love the show. Yep. <laughs> Sims is very big in the States, though, I think. Like, I think it's fucking huge. Well, it's big enough to make a TV show out of it. Yeah. $100,000 grand prize. Yeah, that's, that's a lot stupid. of money. That's more than Big Brother, isn't it? Isn't it Big Brother Australia like 25K? Yeah, because is it? America have huge debt. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Spending money. Well, I'd like to make a TV show. Right? What is it? A Sims reality show. What? <laughs> make seven seasons. Yeah. Check. Yeah, it's, yeah. And as Fuzzy has said multiple times, there's a guy wearing a fez. Mm. It's safe to say none of us will be watching this, right? I mean, mm. yes. Oh. Who? Fuzzy, is that you giving me a... Uh, Thinking sound. Look, I always love watching one episode of something just to see how bad it is. Like, what of it? How much of a train wreck it is? I watched two episodes of Batwoman for fuck's sake. So I like one episode. Oh, yeah, I I binged every episode (laughs) of The Floor Is Lava. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Terrible! Don't you dare say it's funny. (laughs) It's great. I I, I like this podcast. Credibility's (laughs) going out the window. Well, already gone. Oh shit! We never had it. I say credibility lightly. <laughs> there was any. It went last week when all these motherfuckers gave The Rock a higher score than three. <laughs> I mean, we can reevaluate our scores if we want because that idea of Sean Connery having to go in to open a door when he could have opened a door on his way <laughs> out—it <laughs> it, it has blown my mind. Yes, and that he's timed the uh, the the mechanisms to go one way, yet he still gets it going the other way. Yeah. yeah, it's a genius. That's that's just maths. I mean, I'll oh, explain no. math to you offline, buddy. We'll, we'll talk. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Number four. 
Who's watched Hamilton? Nope. Yep. I have not well, yet. A lot of people have, apparently, because it has boosted the Disney streaming service app downloads by 72% in the US. Ooh, it's crazy. Huge. So hey, I'm assuming. It's a movie of the musical? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's a recording of the stage show and not like a dramatized version of the actual. Oh, thing. right. So, yes. But I'm it's, wondering why everyone was talking about it. So I'm like, this stage show's been around a long time. <laughs> it has. It's been around probably about three, four years, and it's it was it's been huge. It yeah, it knocked off Book of Mormon as like the biggest thing running on Broadway, um, and it's just been massive ever since. So yeah, really awesome experience. I'd highly recommend it to anyone who likes musicals. I'm definitely going to get around to watching it at some point. But I just have a quick question about the the statistic. Is that seventy two percent? Like higher than their like before Hamilton came out. Yeah. Okay. It's not like seventy-two percent of the population of the U.S. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> okay. of no, 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 no. no. Boosted. It's of their previous number. Fuzzy, yes. you might need to explain math gotcha. again later on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the math conversation offline. Uh, to class. Listen, listen. All they, all it said was seventy-two percent, and I needed more information. I understand maths ones and. Twos, you know, what ones and zeros, <laughs> all the numbers, <laughs> ones and twos, and all of the numbers. Well, if, if Hamilton yeah. if Hamilton is doing so well, do you think that other stage shows are now going to be like, well, look, instead of making a live action 100%. movie like Cats, why don't we just film the stage show like 100%. Cats? Not Cats, anything but Cats. It's always uh-huh. been a thing, though. They've always filmed stage shows. They've just like never been popular because <laughs> they don't yeah. tend to film very well. Yeah, because they're the ones that you can just pick up with the really shitty printed cover that use word art on them. Yes, that is exactly it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I will say in the, like, with all of the stuff for Disney+, Plus, like, they, it's good that they're bringing in more content for adults rather than just stuff for kids. So they've got obviously got a massive library of stuff. A lot of it seems to be very kid-heavy focused. So I think, you know, they're being smart and they're adding additional content, which is different to their... Uh, to their library, which is great. Mm. Mm. It needs it. Needs it. <laughs> ah, there's an interesting story behind this nickel. In 1957, I remember it was, I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to number three. Medium brown. <laughs> three every time. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, we had some uh, strong feelings on this one as it was being watched. This is the trailer for Tesla. <sighs> so number two. <laughs> no, God! <laughs> no, God, please, no! No! I have no idea what's going on in this trailer. I don't think anyone does. Electricity. Think- <laughs> it's not about a car. About alternating current, people. Alternating uh, current. But they're yeah, pulling out but- iPhones and projectors and Google. That's <laughs> the kind of movie that... In, in the movie... Did you not watch the trailer, Tom? I did. There were... Ish. <laughs> <laughs> he had it on the background and then he went, took a crap. <laughs> he was in the oh, same yeah. room when it was being watched. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys were talking while I was watching it. <laughs> so I <said>, blame us. <laughs> Sorry, continue on. It, it it just looks 
so stupid. It's like a mishmash of time periods because it's got Ethan Hawke using a projector, mm. like Duty said. One of the other, like the other, I'm guessing it's the main actress. She breaks the fourth wall to tell you that she's Googled Nikola Tesla and you can only find like 3,400 results. It's, it's, it's. And then Thomas Edison pulls out an iPhone while he's waiting at a bar. Yeah, it's. I think it's a movie that's confused and is trying to tell us something that nobody cares about. We're confused. <laughs> we confuse the audience, then everybody's confused. And love exactly. It. And then the See, end- I think you, you started right when you said Ethan Hawke, and that is everything you need to know about this movie. Um, it has Ethan Hawke in it. And Ethan Hawke, let me just tell you, is the worst thing to happen to cinematic film in the history of motion picture. That's the worst name I ever heard. Gattaca is an absolute waste of wanky time. Like, I could be... Another another Jude Law film, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say, sounds like you can't multitask. (laughs) 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 Wankaka. No, Ethan Hawke is just... Literally everything he does is the worst. What he's about the worst version of every? He's just oh, I hate him. Anyway, he he, he he has a pretty good sex scene with Angelina Jolie and taking lives. Incorrect, because he is wrong. <laughs> he is literally the worst thing. What ever. about Daybreakers with Sam Neill? It's like what the about Daybreakers, Fuzzy? It's like the second. What film. about Daybreakers? It's like <laughs> the second <laughs> film where Sam Neill's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Event Horizon. Day yeah, it's the one. <laughs> you mean Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> Alan. Alan. But at the end of this trailer, Alan. Ethan Hawke puts on leather gloves and he's standing out in the middle of a field with lightning and then he grabs a microphone and looks like he's about to start a fucking music video and I'm like, oh, God, I don't, I don't want to watch this anymore. I, I can almost guarantee that's what it is. I reckon it will be some sort of in-film music video of, like, a rock song. Mm. Right. And then there's yeah, a yeah. there's a there's a person sort of sketching them like I said stop moving. Main song of week. Can you feel the electricity in the Elect- Electric oh. Avenue? Imagine if they sing Electric Avenue. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be fucking perfect. The soundtrack done by the Electric Six. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever this movie is, fucking put it in a hole and burn the hole and put the hole into outer space. Also, I'm so surprised it's this high up in the news, Tom. Shame on you. <laughs> Number two. I didn't mean that, Tom. I'm sorry. I take it back. I'll be honest. My internet cut out, so I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was unkind. I didn't say anything. Ouch. I wasn't even talking. <laughs> um, Umbrella Academy <laughs> Season 2 trailer. Meh. Wow. You seen season one, Duty? No, I don't care for Alan Page. <laughs> no, I, I heard. I heard. I heard so many people. That was just a that was just a soft jab. But I heard so many people talk about Umbrella Academy. Like, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I'm like, you've hyped it up so much now. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, that happens. I think it took me a while to get through it, and in that time, people were like raving about it. And by the end of it, I just didn't. Not that amazing. Care. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's a, a solid TV show. Like, I, I think yeah. it's, it's good enough to watch. I don't think it deserves all of the massive overhype that it got. Because yeah. um, there's a lot of filler in that show, too. And there's a lot of weirdness in it, just for the sake of being weird. Um, yeah. 
But like, I will admit, like I watched I watched this trailer and I'm thinking back. I'm like, I completely forgot what season one was all about and can't remember these characters. I would have to actually go back and do a recap because I just can't remember anything. It just wasn't that important. I, I couldn't tell you anything that happens, to be honest. It's a very convoluted story, well, because different time periods and like these the people with a briefcase or something and something about something about women falling pregnant like this all on the same day and all giving birth on the same day as well or something that's like the premise yeah pretty much yeah Yeah. i think that's a sort of experiment yeah something like that yeah Yeah. there's something about teaching umbrellas (laughs) to go to go to academies oh sure malibu Who's it's a real like, Stacey? It, it's basically X Men. Like it's it's basically X Men, but they're all kids and there's uh, moody. They're very moody. Yeah, oh, extremely moody. There's a lot of moodiness in it, and I don't know. I'm just not excited for the next season. I just can't remember being that excited about the first season. It sounds like you're describing X Men, but it sounds like you're describing the Jennifer Lawrence X Men, where it's just full of moody, teeny, angsty characters. Yes. Yeah. Probably even more than that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not taking itself as seriously as X-Men. Yeah. Or is it? Or, yeah, I think it is. Problem. No, it I think it's is. more no. serious than X-Men. See, I said this before. I can't remember what happened in the first one. <laughs> it was all a blur. It was a monkey butler. <laughs> no, oh, I don't yeah. think we'll be telling them about that. <laughs> uh, do we move along to honorable mentions or do we move along to number one? Uh, uh, I've got some honourable mentions. Just, just. What, two, whoop, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the right? <laughs> now we'll preface: Are these honourable mentions, or is this a story <laughs> that happened to you and your neighbours or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got two buttons pre- ready to go. <laughs> what have we got? No, okay. <laughs> Uh, I finished watching a TV series that's been a few years in the running. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about the German series Dark. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So the third season came out at the end of last month, and it's honestly dark, incredible. And if you have any spare time, you know, Stop watching Batwoman. Stop watching Umbrella Academy for the third time. Just do yourself a favor and watch Dark with subtitles. Watch it in German. Watch it with subtitles. And it will blow your freaking mind. I've already got plans to watch the extended editions of Lord of the Rings again because it's been too long since I watched them. Okay, but that's only like 12 hours, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm also watching other stuff. Like The Floor is Lava. Nah, I finished that. Come come on, dude. (laughs) Now nah, I'm watching Veronica Mars. It's pretty yeah. good. Okay, well, you don't have to watch it, but other, just anyone, <laughs> do yourself a favor and watch anyone? it because I, I need <laughs> someone to talk to it. I need someone to talk about it. Um, yeah, speaking <clears throat> of stuff as well, watched during the week. So mm-hmm. watched all of the uh, Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich documentary that just came out on, oh, Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy's fucked. Yeah, yep, I... fucked. Can't smack. <laughs> like, I. I understood some of the story, but watching, so there's four episodes and they're about 50 minutes each and it's just like disturbing what that man did and what, what's her name did. He's G- uh, Ghislaine. 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 Well. Yeah. 
Like, if you want to be disturbed for four hours, watch that. Ugh. What a, well, or you I, can watch Batwoman, yeah. which is also just as deceiving. I've, I've, I, might, I might change the honourable mention sound effect back to man talk. So between it, news two and news one is just what people have been watching or doing. Well, I mean, I've been starting, I've been starting a Twitch channel. I did see That's that. I followed that yeah. yesterday. I saw that. Thank you. Um, I finished watching the Michael Jordan Last Dance uh, Netflix Dance. series and the Formula One Drive to Survive season two. It was fucking both nice. of them fucking awesome. There's a lot of lot of good TV out there right now, and mm. a lot of bad TV. Batwoman, mm. Bird Box, Batwoman. The Silencing, The Floor Is Lava, Umbrella Academy. The list, the list goes on and on. <laughs> Move it on. What you know? What else goes on and on? This. Napa. Napa one. Speaking of superhero TV shows, we have the trailer for season two of The Boys. Yes, I'm very... I, I will admit, I'm probably... I think it's only me and Fuzzy are the only ones who've watched The Boys. I, I'm like three episodes away from finishing the season because mm. I just forgot about it. But I, <laughs> I don't want to talk about what happens at the end of season one because I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's a pretty, pretty decent ending. I am not watching anything in regards to trailers or whatever just for the the surprise element of watching the season without knowing anything or without seeing anything uh, i'm very excited for it season one was fantastic oh allow us to divulge exactly what happens in this trailer <coughs> yeah go for it that doesn't mind <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm hearing it from your point of view trailer though like i think uh, there's enough to it's very like quick flashes of things yeah so it's it's more of a teaser trailer. It's actually a properly done trailer rather than one of those ones that shows you all of the best bits. So I I having watched it, I'm, I'm like I'm confused but excited. Yeah, it just looked like snippets of funny bits, action mm. bits, and just like the classic boys gory, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's giving, Things it, exploding. It, yeah, it is a really good teaser trailer because honestly, I don't. I didn't know anything. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's it's pretty. Oh, the no, the, the trailer, trailer, not yeah. the show. The trailer. There were some, some funny bits. I didn't, okay. One three hundred zero cries. That's funny. Uh, uh-huh. It's just it's just a smart joke. Ian. You gotta you gotta. Oh, it's like Rick and Morty. Yeah. You have to have an eye high <laughs> IQ. <Rick and> Morty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 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 very excited for it. the season one. Was fantastic. Like just the the sort of the the comedy in season one was fucking great. As well, I do need to go back and watch it. I think I'll. I'll... Can you guys remind me if I through the week just say watch the no. boys? I've been trying to get Ian on to watch it that as well. Of course, because it's just get there. I'm just really that? busy watching yeah, The Floor Is Lava works. and rewatching all 16 hours of The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a you got me to watch The Floor Is Lava, and b it was funnier because your dad was commentating as we're watching it, and c I have your copy of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> And D, I totally didn't tell you to watch the forest. Now. <laughs> you put it on. <laughs> you were saying it's bad, and then we put it on. And you were like, "Fuck, it's funny to see people eat shit." <laughs> oh, that was you. You were hearing your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Your dad is laughing along with me, so it's sort of like you. <laughs> Ian, you you were third wheeling Doody and your dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were painting up Ian's guitar. And you could just hear Ian's dad in the background. Oh no, they fell into the lava. <laughs> 
the commentator is awful in that show, but the 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 show itself is like wipeout, but lava. <laughs> Replace the water Wipe with out. lava. Also, the boys. Uh, yeah, I'm, you remember the boys? <laughs> the thing we were talking boys. about. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting because we now you, you sort of from watching season one to season two you see sort of Homelander where the first couple of episodes he seems very Superman-y and then towards the sort of mid to end of the season you realise he's fucking insane. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. We've also got new characters joining the seven because of events in season one. Um, so it's going to be pretty like cool. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Oh, well. It looks like Deathstroke. Black Noir's already in the team. He did fucking oh, nothing Black in season Noir, one. Of course. Yeah. He's the, he's the Batman character who yeah. he doesn't say anything. He doesn't have any expression or anything. Um, but then there was the uh, the Invisible Man who, like, his skin was impenetrable. So the way they get around him is they stick explosives up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a show for the kiddies. Oh fuck no! No, no way. Because I think <laughs> after they stick explosives up to us, he explodes like popcorn. Oh, uh, th- there is a scene where a woman is getting head, and she crushes the dude's head when she orgasms. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that's that's the selling point. That scene alone is fantastic. Like, you, you need to watch the season because it's like just saying what happens is like, oh, that doesn't sound funny. But then it's like, well, then you've got the boys watching it on a camera and they're like, we gotta help him. And then you know, Carl Urban's Billy the Butcher's like, no, 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 no. She has to finish first. And it's just it's just hilarious the way that it goes along and it, it works out. Um, I think you just have a man crush on Cal Urban. That's what I think. It is no, no, he he can't because then he would enjoy Doom, and he clearly doesn't. Doom is a fucking awful movie, and you should feel bad for liking it. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I tried to read the comic, and it's like it's the same problem I had with the comic. It's just trying to be in your face. Yeah, that's the, that's the style of the book. This is also done by Seth Rogen as well. This is a sort of same as um as preacher uh, preacher I'll or something. Mate, don't make that a selling point, mate. That's not yeah. the selling point. Here. <laughs> well then, news complete. Thank you very much, Tom. Um, and, we, have, um, we have we have an ad read, gentlemen, before we go into our our theme this week, and it is for you guessed it, Incognito Comics. Are you in the mood to read? Are you interested in comic books? Do you want to combine your love of both of those things? If you answered yes to any of the previous questions, then we've got the place for you. Dude, have you got a sound that we can run through this? Uh, maybe, you know... Maybe the, 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 me, the, the me channel maybe would be great for this. Oh, yeah, let me just get that. Yeah. Cue me channel. <laughs> if you answered yes to any of the previous questions, then we've got the place for you. Rabbit's number one comic book emporium, Incognito Comics, with their headquarters located at 32B Bilkman Road, Rabbit. That's just a stone's throw away from Rabbit Station. Incognito Comics. <laughs> the lovely owners, Dom and Ozzy, will help you find what you're after, whether it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, or a sickening monstrous hybrid combination of the two. Incognito Comics. Find them online at incognitocomics.com.au or just search Incognito Comics on all their relevant social media platforms. Thank you, Domino's, if you like that sponsor of the show! 
Uh, that was extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> Thanks for that, Matt. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I'm, I have a tear in my eye right now. Uh, thank you, Judy, for that. That was perfect. No worries. Uh, now, this this week's theme is that our last of the losers poll. We had... God damn it. I always forget what order we did these in. What was the first one? Die Hard Three, with a technical yes. issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that wasn't the first one. What's the first one? Help me out here, guys. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, Batman. Batman. Okay, we had Batman Begins, Die Hard Three, The Rock, and now we have our final loser, Escape from New York. Kurt Russell, James Cameron, and I guess Jeff Isaac from Hayes. <laughs> it's the next biggest name. Yeah, it's the next biggest name that I can remember. And um, Fuzzy, seeing as I think you were the only one alive when this came out, do you want to give us a synopsis? I oh, sure was. Thanks very much, there, Ellie. <laughs> you wanker. Um, look, look, look. I can't get through an episode without letting the people know that you old, man. Yeah. Oh, old. that's not true. It is true. Factually, it's just it matured like a fine again, wine. Fine again, wine. I, I will teach you guys math. We'll do a separate podcast all about math um, with the all hey, of hey, the hey, one. Hey, 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 you say it on the podcast, no, no, no. you have to do it. That's it, the problem, man. It's good. It's good that Fuzzy's teaching us because he learned from Pythagoras. So he's the other <gasps> oh, bitch. I have to say, were you taught long division? I need to learn long division. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, basically what happens in this show is New York is a prison. Uh, the whole island of New York has been turned into a giant prison where they just basically throw people in there and they rot in that prison. Um, and the president, for some reason, is flying directly over the top of this prison because for reasons. Um, he needs to get to a place with a special tape um, because, you know, tape, sets, uh, tape cassettes are still a thing at that stage. Um, and, yeah, he crashes his plane and he, they need to send somebody in to rescue him. So they send in Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. Who I am absolutely positive. Halfway through this movie, they change it from Bliskin with a B to Plissken with a P. And nobody actually knows which one it is because, you know, everyone says it differently. It's amazing. Um, so he gets sent in, um, he's got an eye patch, um, and, and tight pants and he rescues the president. That's perfect. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> hilarity ensues. That's perfect. Uh, I feel like you missed two things. Okay. Just I, I missed a lot. I, I, I would just notes. say I glossed over most of that movie. So, yeah. I, I think the president's plane gets hijacked. Oh, that's, that's, that's why they're flying. But that's why they're flying over. New York. I think they're, they're just coincidentally going over there, aren't they? I don't know. It's unclear. Hijack it is very unclear. The worst actor I, on the planet. Awful. Awful actor. <laughs> I will just say as well, like, as far as big actors go, Lee Van Cliff was probably fucking massive at that time. So um, he was He was also, he was like those old spaghetti western movies kind of stuff. He was a, like an old school hard man. Uh, so he was a he was a fairly big name in that film, uh, but we also had uh, um, Donald Pleasance in this film, a famous uh, Blofeld actor from the James Bond series, and he was um, in those Halloween movies as uh, yeah. Doctor Loomis. 
playing yep. playing an American um, with a terrible <laughs> American accent. God, and it's awful. The most odd, unknown fucking casting of all time of Ernest Borgnine, um, <laughs> who is. This man is in a different movie. He is in a completely different movie. He has no idea what the fuck is going on, but he is in this movie for some reason. So, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I was going to say, one of the best parts. (laughs) And uh, we did have also the amazing Harry Dean Stanton. Like That guy's like, he's a solid, solid actor. He's, I don't know, just one of those guys that you see shows up in movies and go, yep, that's pretty cool. So he played brains in this film. Oh. Uh, the, guy, the guy who's in Alien. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is in Down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer. That's what I know him from. Right. Sure. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, it's very funny. Everyone knows like, that film. I like weird movies. <laughs> I love Remember. <laughs> God. Why are we even friends, guys? We love, this, we love such different things. <laughs> I like Doom. You like good movies. <laughs> friends? Well, yeah, look, I think the the cast in this film is fucking massive, man. It's a, it's a very good cast. What they do with it, however, is well, we'll talk about sure. that now. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Um, the okay, best bit go. though is like just the fact that that alien crash lands in Antarctica with them. Like, what are the chances <laughs> of that? <laughs> Ian, would you like to start us off with your positive scene? Is your uh, clearly in love with this movie? Um, Can you give me one positive? I think really, he's talking really to you. Really good hair. <laughs> Kurt Russell's hair. Kurt Russell's hair is a positive. He has um, an eye patch, which I guess is sort of a positive. Um, some pretty cool um, true about things. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to have move right. along put on the soundboard. <laughs> yes, we need to do <laughs> We definitely need that in there. Fuzzy, have you got positives? Sure. I do. Um, I'm, I'm I, glad because you generally see the good in people and movies <laughs> and things. Sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> I try. Um, I, I really enjoyed some of the um, the music in this film. Like the soundtrack I thought was really cool. It's sort of very late 80s synthy kind of. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it was gritty. Like I liked it. I think it fit, it fit within the tone of the film. Um, so yeah, that was uh, a very big positive for me. I also think they they set up a lot of really cool ideas in this film. Um, it's the yeah the whole idea of New York being a like a prison island. Um, like just the the idea of Snake Plissken and his background, like everything that he goes through. They just kind of tease at it. Like the whole way through, oh, Snake Plissken, I thought you were dead. Like, yeah, you know, just all these stories about him, you know, breaking into Fort Knox and like they, they set up this really good like mythology within the universe. So I think that was really cool, but I don't know if that ever pays off fully. So that's that's probably a bit of a, a wasted opportunity. Um, and it's just a bit of fun. I don't think anyone's taking this film too seriously. They all realise how ridiculous it is. Uh, from Mike Pliskin's tight, tight, tight pants, uh, camo le- le- leotard that he's wearing, um, to his ridiculous Mac 10 that he has with a balancer uh, oh and a sniper and a scope. Yeah, it's amazing. Just everything about this film is just ridiculous <laughs> and stupid, and I love it. Um, 
just just for the fact that it is so not taking itself seriously and it's having a lot of fun while it does it. It's definitely almost like its own genre. Yeah. Well, it's like 80s action sci-fi that is just ridiculous. It's, hey, it's, John, John, it's John Carpenter at its, at his best. Like it's yeah. low budget. It is yeah. It's everything that you could think it would be. And you can say that again. Low budget. <laughs> oh man, God. they did. They did not spend a single dollar on cocaine or hookers for this film. <laughs> Byo cocaine. Um, it's yeah. Every single cent went on the screen, and I, I think it was yeah because of it. That's why it's such a cult classic. It's it's done as well as it could have been done within the, the confines of what they had. Mm-hmm. Completely. I, I agree. That's an apt description, Fuzzy. Apt. Thank you. Tom. What I aim for. <laughs> you got anything to add? Yeah, well, so I had written down a couple of things that I had for positives, and I honestly think that Fuzzy mentioned all of them. Um, I did have just the music. It's always good to have a little bit of it, that 80s soundtrack. Um, as well as, yeah, the, the world I thought was interesting. Um, and I think the way that they sort of piece things together, like having the, the Duke as sort of the head of the prison sort of thing and then Broadway and all these different parts of the city, I think it's very uh, overall, and I'll probably get into this with the negatives, is because of how old it is, it hasn't aged very well. I think... If you can suspend disbelief to a certain element and if they were to remake something with the same history or the same concept, I think it could be significantly better. I just think there's a lot of problems that are probably associated with the time. Um, But there is sort of an interesting base that could have been, that could be built on now. Mm -hmm. That's probably all that I have at the moment. Give it about six months and this is what New York is actually going to look like. So, yeah. All right. It's kind, of, it's kind of weird watching this right now because, you know, the world's turning to shit. Yep. It's like, prof- it's like prophetic film. <laughs> no, I said prophetic, not pathetic. <laughs> Duty, what have you got for us? It does what it says on the box. They escape from New York. <laughs> That's it. You don't want to buy something that doesn't do what it's on the box. Ab Crunch Pro. It really works your glutes. Um, it's yeah, it does what it says on the box. There's there's my positive. The okay. title didn't lie. Yeah. Okay. Jurassic Park. There's dinosaurs. Jaws. There's a shark. Star Wars. There's. Well, actually, I'm going to say Jurassic Park lied because I'm pretty sure a lot of those dinosaurs aren't from the Jurassic period. They're from the Cretaceous period, technically. I mean, let's not get too technical. Again, Cretaceous. Cretaceous Park just doesn't sound as good, though. Yeah. I mean, that's fun. Crustacean Park, which sounds delicious. Crustacean Park. (laughs) All right, no. no. You get to see giant crabs eat them afterwards when they die. (laughs) It just sounds like my aquarium. Yeah, I challenge you to come up with at least one one more. One more positive about this film. Um,. My viewing experience was good because I had my laptop on my lap. What? No. That's, <laughs> no, that's no. What was on your, what was, what was on your laptop? <laughs> I was on... Multitasking. <laughs> multitasking. I put on Facebook what other people thought of this on the listening community. Sure. Okay. So it's kind of like you had a watch party with some Seems- Facebook friends. 
do that. Can you uh, can you give us some of that feedback? Because I think there's a lot of uh, interesting feedback coming through. There was. Uh, I have got. Fuck, we got a couple of comments. Uh, was we got that the status where it became about F1. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, Matt. Yeah, it did- Matt Common saying one of the best shitty movies ever. We got Joel Barbera talking about how it's great and we're talking about how it uh, is a massive inspiration for Metal Gear Solid. Sam from Movie Reviews and 20 Qs says it's goddamn awesome. Troy Spinner says it's good, but it could use a sick inner city surfing scene. And Bradley J says the best movie about escaping New York since Die Hard with a Vengeance. Which <laughs> <laughs> came out after it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was trying to think of other movies that were escaping New York, and I'm like, day after tomorrow, don't they want to get out of New York? Yes. I mean, that is true. Go. They don't end up escaping New York, do they? It's been a long time since I saw that. I used to watch that so often. Anyway, I digress. Uh, the the music for, for me in this movie was incredibly just quintessential John Carpenter. Oh, yeah, you know, it's very, like, very much and, like the thing, yeah. bomb, bomb, sort of yeah. synthy shit. Yeah, and, like, uh, I love the synth. Give me a synth in any sort of movie and I'll enjoy it. Like, a Victorian-era Jane Austen movie, give me synth. It'd be incredible. Yeah, like that with Jane Austen, I'm in. I'm, in. I'm on board. Can give me imagine? Little Women with that. I know. Imagine Little Women with synth dance scene. Yeah. I've just made that movie ten times better. Yeah, you I will did. Take, I'll take any and all job opportunities, Hollywood. Um, <laughs> but I actually really, I'd forgotten how ridiculous this movie was. And I knew, it, I knew it was ridiculous. Going into this movie, not knowing anything about it, could be a detriment because you need to just, I think like Tom said, just like don't have any expectations. Just, just let yourself go and let yourself be absorbed by this ridiculous world with ridiculous characters doing ridiculous things and you'll have a fun time. Sure. But honestly, I, I, I liked how John Carpenter it was because even the, the couple of jump scares through the movie, and it's not even jump scares that something's jumping out of you, like jumping out at you, it's the music. Because it's always just like this little thing in the background, but that sharp, high-pitched, like, John Carpenter sound. And I half expected Michael Myers to jump out at one point. Because <laughs> it's just the same. In my brain, it's, like, associated with that. Ugh. But that's that's quite a lot of positives. I think we did pretty well. But, Ian, I'd like to hear your negatives. Uh, all of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, you know, we keep comparing to John Carpenter's other movies, like, for instance, The Thing and Halloween. Both of those movies are miles beyond this film, me, personally. Yeah, okay. fair uh, Yeah. Much more enjoyable. For one, they have, like, a cohesive story that you can follow. <laughs> um, two, the music's much better. Um, and three, I didn't want to die halfway through. <laughs> I, I will say, like, I don't think there's not a cohesive story. I just don't think there's much to this story. It's really simple, and they—I mean, it's it's over and done in an hour and a half. But they just did not a lot that actually happens to it to you know entice you in. With like the thing, there's so much going on. You don't know which way to look. You don't know who's who or what's happening. 
But yeah, this this film just doesn't really do much beyond the very simple story that it sets up at the start. Yeah, you're probably right. And and even when it sets it up, it's really messy in how it sets it up. It just kind of like throws you into the deep and it goes, all right, good luck, little child. Swim. Yeah, it's like that. all of a sudden, you know, Snake Plissken's there and then they're just getting Snake Plissken to go rescue the president. It's like they don't have another commando that they can send in. It makes well, no not, not a criminal. <laughs> Some guy that's not just coincidentally been arrested. Like well, it's, yeah. I do love that that we were talking about uh, the similarity as a joke between this and Die Hard and also the fact that the criminal sent into the scenario to rescue people. Same as The Rock. Yeah. There's a theme. Is there a theme between this and Batman Begins, though? Because that would be, like, the, the, the all four. Uh, Snake Plissken is Bruce Wayne? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wayne before his parents got murdered, but before he became Batman. We nailed it. He's just a booty. <laughs> Oh, oh wait! No, 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 no! Go uh, Arkham City, where they create a whole heap of uh, Gotham City and turn it into yeah. uh, um, this island. Done. Yep. Linked. Tenuous yeah, right. like it I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I didn't think it could be done, but you surpassed my expectations yet again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Turn. Uh, yeah. Fuzzy. Oh, Ian, have you got any more yeah, instances? I'm sure Ian's got more. <laughs> I, just, I, just, just, I just think it's yeah. general distaste. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Move along. I, just, I could spend a whole day just tearing this movie apart, but it just hasn't aged well. I think that's yeah. its biggest problem. Yep. Look, and I, I think for, for me, like, one of the big negatives is it is very John Carpenter. And in, at any any single point in this film, you go and watch any single point of this film, you could remove the next 30 seconds and yeah. it would still make sense. So it constantly needs 30 seconds taken out of it. So it's, it's probably a, a 45 minute to half an hour movie in here. There's just not a lot of content. There's not a lot of meat to it. No it's no progress. Just, well, uh, uh, there is, but it just goes slowly and they really yeah. dwell on things. So they were like... You know, there's scenes where they start, you know, Snake beats the, the guy in the, the, the ring with and you know, gets him in the back of the head. And they all start chanting, Snake, 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 Snake. And that goes for 45 seconds. Take 30 seconds out of that. Do something else. <laughs> they just didn't have a lot to do in this film. And, like, you know, I, I, I think this film's great, but I just think there's so much more that they could have done within that time frame because it is a very short film but it feels much, much longer than it needs to be. I, I think I completely agree with you, Fuzzy. I think it's like a 45-minute television movie at best. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and an hour and a half in this film, it's just ridiculous that it's that, it's that long and almost nothing happens. You could have put in, like, another storyline, extended it by an extra 15 minutes and actually filled it out, but I just don't know if they had enough ideas. Which makes no sense to me because it's just they've created this world that should be full of ideas. Someone could literally just go, fantastic world, let's make a TV show out of it, but they couldn't fill an hour and a half movie. But I think they've got a lot of problems there, though. So they set it all up really, really well. There's a lot of stuff to talk about with Snake's background, all the rest of it, but Snake as a main character doesn't talk a lot. So you need somebody else beside him you know, to do all of the talking. And Ernest- Rob Schneider. 
Well, they had that with Ernest Borgnine, but he was fucking terrible. You need another, <laughs> you need a strong actor to, to go alongside as a good comedic foil. And, you know, they just didn't get the right tone with Ernest Borgnine. He's just weird and out of place and doing something different. And Harry Dean Stanton was kind of fun and kind of progressed things a little bit more. But, you know, they needed more of that kind of back and forth. Yes. And, yeah, you know, maybe a bit more with Lee Van Cliff, like throw him in there as well. He, you know, shows up and starts doing some stuff as well. There's a whole bunch of ideas that they could have done. They just didn't explore them enough. He actually hit the nail on the head there when he said, you know, there wasn't much funny in this. Like, it's a ridiculous movie. There should have been more comedy in it to, mm. to laugh at. Shouldn't have been taking itself as seriously, I think, is a problem with this movie for me. And you, well, you get a, a little bit less and well, a little bit more of that in uh, Escape from LA. You've got the the surfing down the uh, the storm pipe. You've got the basketball game that he has to win. <laughs> oh my like, god! I don't know if you guys have seen it, but yeah, basically, there's one stage where instead of like beating up a guy inside a like a boxing ring, he has to make six baskets in like thirty seconds or something like that. So it's just literally a scene of him running up and down a basketball court. It's fucking stupid. It's the worst idea ever. But you know, it's silly, and they 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 amped up that silliness factor which made it a bit more of uh, a kitschy film, I think. Somehow that sounds worse. Oh, it's Just much worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, it's much worse. Like, According this to is the a, reviews, yes. Yeah, this is, a better, this is a better film than Escape from L.A., but Escape from L.A., it, like, amped up that kitschiness because that's, that's where they thought it, was, it needed to go, but it doesn't add the content that you need, I think. Okay. Okay. Tom, have you got... Yeah, I've got Actually, a couple of things too. Hmm? Sorry, did Fuzzy, Fuzzy, did you even say yours? Were we still on Ian's so we just sort of elaborated? No, that was mine. Okay, sorry. I, I, I zoned out there for a second. I need, I need my second coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, uh, take it away. Yeah, so starting up or growing from that of what I saw is that there is always a tendency that I notice with movies around the 80s and early 90s is there always seems to be a plethora of supporting Ooh. actresses or actors who overdo it and cannot act. There are normally side characters. This movie had a lot of them. There's <laughs> so many. I found extremely painful. And when you open your film with an awful, awful actress in that plane, I'm just like, oh, you have lost me already. <laughs> It really film. sets the tone. Where she's talking about the workers and, like, you know, yeah. it's all about the workers. Tell your president this and that and we're going to crash the plane. Extra, extra. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I think that just continued on it. And I think that is a trend in 80s films. There is always at least once one, but it just kept going throughout the entire film. I think in this film as well, if we're looking at, some of the CGI or whatever they use oh. to make the planes appear. Obviously, old film shouldn't have done it the way they did <laughs> because it does. It looks super bad in in the like internally of the plane. It looks kind of cool, but otherwise, no. Nah. Yeah. What? No. Was the, the presidential plan? egg. Remember, remember the egg <laughs> that he took. <laughs> <laughs> now, was the plan for Snake to bring him back into the plane and fly out with the plane originally? 
Yes. Is that what the plan? I think so, yeah. Because that plan, plane looked very specifically made to fit one person. One person. It only has one seat. It only yeah. has one seat, yeah. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Poor player. <laughs> yeah, once just, he, just he got him. into the prison, once he got into the prison, Tom, once he timed the fire, he could open the door from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they didn't think it out, Tom, and like designed it poorly. <laughs> Just, just put the. They'll just put the briefcase with like the uh, the chain in the cockpit and close it, and the president could just hang outside the plane. <laughs> uh, can we can we just quickly talk about that tape? Because did you guys hear what the opening sentence of that tape was? No, tell us, buddy. Come on. Just for 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 those who haven't seen it, for those who haven't watched it, it's it's a tape that's meant to be going to like this nuclear power summit where all the world leaders are like trying to to push the world forward towards like freedom and peace and the opening line is like we must maintain our grasp on the tritium is that what it said it's tritium precious tritium. where's the sound where's the sound oh. <laughs> and i i actually rewound it to hear that again because I thought my mind was playing tricks on me apparently not <laughs> apparently not but also back back to the tape at hand it is in you know you know the crazy sonic hair like skull faced dude mm-hmm. he had the tape last and then he gets stabbed and then the tape ends up with Ernest Borgnine no, the tape was already gone before he got stabbed because they he had the he had the hat. Remember, they traded for the hat. Oh yeah, they glossed over that because it was like a one second of dialogue. Yeah, and they also glossed over the fact that Ernest Borgnine just shows up as they're running away. Oh, like God. he's just there. And oh, by the way, I got the tape for you, Snake. Hey, Snake. Forget oh, fuck. God, <laughs> it's the okay. Tom, have you got any more negatives? Because I'm. Thinking about it again, reliving I've it. I've got a lot. Okay, go, go <laughs> yeah, ahead. I've got a couple more. Uh, so when I first started watching the film as well, Siobhan turned to me and just went, oh, yeah, is this the film with the snake penis? Yeah, it's the film with the snake penis. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what the hell were they thinking with that tattoo? <laughs> that is a... Uh, he was on, thinking about his penis. That was on, That's on level with uh, Shia LaBeouf's real tattoo. Oh, um, <laughs> in badness and then also I, I i feel like the action in that scene when we get into the boxing ring and i don't know whether anybody agrees just felt like they wasn't choreographed and didn't flow very well they just sort of went here's a bat and here's a shield just do things it's a, it's a bat with rubber nails because at one point he's like lying on the ground you can clearly see that they're folded <laughs> mm. I do like how they, they start just having a sword fight like their lightsabers. <laughs> oh, but God, so much about this movie. And I get lastly, I'll, I'll finish it up with just the what I'm assuming is a political statement that they tried to put in at the end with the president not really caring about people dying. Yeah, I think um, so. Is that what they were trying to do? Because. Yeah. It just felt very shoehorned in there. 
No. As was most of that, the strong plot. Like, yeah, you're saying that this movie had some shoehorns? <laughs> Nothing but shoehorns. Escape God. from shoehorn. <laughs> Escape from shoehorn. You cannot. But yeah, I'll, I, I, I think I'll leave it at there. Um, a lot of problems. Yes. Duty, what you got? It's a very boring film. <laughs> Straight out of the gate. Yeah. I yeah, as soon as it starts, I'm bored. All the action scenes, the the dude's running around with a with a submachine gun with a silencer and a scope, and when he fires it, it still makes loud noises, and he never reloads it once, not At once. once. <laughs> <laughs> Even Chef from South Park gets the the damn gun. He doesn't have ammo for it. How does he have ammo for it? They're all fucking astounded that he has a gun in New York and he must be a cop. Yet the gun doesn't run out of ammo. And he's spraying the living shit with that gun. It's, it's a fucking... It's a stupid movie. It's a really, really stupid movie. Dude, I just have one problem with that statement. It is actually a, um, a, a machine pistol, uh, not a submachine gun. Just, just that, <laughs> it's the only thing I'm going to point out. Otherwise, you're fine. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a fucking stupid film where they put tablets into his neck and the tablets are going to dissolve in twenty three hours. What fucking yeah. tablets take twenty three hours to dissolve? I'm like, it's special go- tablets. Explosives. You, you could totally yeah. decide it to do that. Uh, yeah. so and the- I, I think that's a really cool element to this film. Like, that's again a cool idea they never fully like develop, but it gives him the whole. It's the whole impetus for him doing anything. That's causing a blood clot, and it's going to fucking kill him. Is what it's going to do. <laughs> No, it, it, it's it, tiny it's explosives. explosives. Yeah. It wasn't It's fucking stupid. It's a stupid movie. Mm. I didn't enjoy it. I was really fucking bored. I'm happy I had my laptop with me because that made my viewing experience better. Um, <laughs> if people like this film, that's great. I'm happy that you like it. I understand people love it. But honestly, I think this film, if it got remade, the remake would be better. Because Definitely. it would have a more coherent story. It would have better camera angles. Let's talk about the fucking camera angles and the camera itself. Did anyone else notice that the bottom and top of each frame was blurred to shit, but the middle was perfectly clear for every shot? You can see one shot where his his top's not on, and the bottom of his snake tattoo was blurred to shit. I'm like, this is the entire film is set like this. That's that's the way they... Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. That's because they hired their camera. (laughs) No, they, they absolutely borrowed that camera. There's no hiring going on. Anyone got a camera? Who's got a camera? You can have this camera between Tuesday and Thursday next week. That's all right. They only need a Tuesday to film this. Yeah. yeah. If it's someone's first film and low budget and stuff like that, that's fine. But like when, when you know, people say it's the best shitty action film ever, no. No, it's not. Face-off, Con Air, The that. Rock, loads better than, than this. This is... Why did you Why did you automatically name three Nick Cage movies? Because they're all bad action films. <laughs> they're all great bad action films. No. I don't think anyone's claiming this is the best bad action film no, ever. Like, no. There's, there's no one claiming Matt, that. Matt did, yeah. Matt said best shitty action that, film. There are, there are much, much better films than this one, for sure. I agree. No mm. one here is claiming that. Let's Nobody here. <laughs> Nobody's be that stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of stupid, Ollie. <laughs> yes. Hi. Um, I, I, it's been so long since I've seen this movie and I, I wish it had stayed that way because I had good memories of it. Wait, you it wish like it had stayed unwatched or? Unwatched. Yeah. Okay. Cause, yeah. Cause now I can understand that the writing was lazy. The, the, 
direction was just it's almost like he was trying to make another Halloween except the other way like Snake was trying to look for someone rather than us following Jamie Lee Curtis who had someone looking for her it's it's I don't know it's so much wrong with this movie and it's just like Duty said so boring and it's only bookended in in fun bits and and actual dialogue like when he's talking to Brain there's actual exposition you know Brain makes the gas for the Duke he introduces the other character it's got some beats to it but like you said Fuzzy at the start just take 30 seconds away from almost every scene I guarantee you, yeah absolutely it'd be so much better you could literally go to any point in this film and say I'm going to take out the next 30 seconds and the film is fine like any point in this movie it's it's just 30 seconds too long it's it, it is and and the the writing really stuck with me because I mean even at the very start, Snake Plissken is obviously a badass just from the way you look at him. And I think that's a good character invention, but you got to back it up with him being a badass. He's sort of just running the whole time. He doesn't really take anyone on for, like, like often enough. He then knocks out two guys to steal their car, and then he just fires some, some bullets and just guns down random people. Mm. Like, there's no... I just don't get it. But the writing, the one at the very end, Hauk, who is sort of running Snake's, I guess, mission from, like, mission control, at the very end is like, so, Snake, you're going to kill me now? And Kurt Russell, as Snake Plissken, turns to him and says, I'm pretty tired. Maybe later. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Actually, just thinking of that then, from the mission control perspective... How come they had a tracker that was constantly active on the president, but his one was only active for 15 minutes? Because the plot required it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, I, I agree. Like, there's no reason for it not to be constantly active. And okay. there was there was about eight different trackers as well. There was a heartbeat monitor, and then there was a vital signs thing, and then there was all... There was so many fucking trackers, and they still had trouble finding him. <laughs> The, the first guy that Snake finds who has the president's bracelet on, I want him to be president. Because yeah. it's like, where's the president? It's like, I knew I'd be president when I found it. I'm the president. I'd I, vote for him. I, I would vote for him too, and I'm not even a citizen. <laughs> uh, one last thing before we get to scores. That arm that is just a mannequin arm. Oh, they get shot off when he's getting chased. Oh, I know. I know it's a bad, schlocky action slash horror movie. That was just too bad, <laughs> right? It's just me. Oh, that was just my. my I've got this on oh, Blu-ray, God. and this doesn't even have fucking subtitles on it. It's it's one of those <laughs> films because I watch all of my films with subtitles on now, and I'm like, okay, there's no subtitles. All right, we're already off to a great start. That's... I don't even see how that could work. Like, did they just not bother? Nobody wanted to subtitles. watch yeah. the movie that much. <laughs> either, why, do, why, why with subtitles? I watch everything with subtitles now. I, why? Because I, I, I enjoy... Because there's, like, the little little tiny bits of dialogue that you wouldn't necessarily pick up sometimes. 
Okay. And it, and it's like literally you watch this and halfway through this film you'd think his name was Bliskin with a B, not Pliskin. And unless you see it on screen written down, you're like, that guy definitely said B, not P. <laughs> All the way through this film, they're saying it differently. You go if anyone ever rewatches it, just listen very carefully. It's definitely a few B's in there. It's not until Isaac Hayes comes in and actually says words properly that you understand Hello, Oh, children. <laughs> Hello, Snake Pliskin. I also I've thought the, the skull-faced guy with the long blonde hair who looked like Sonic. A, yeah, the guy who looked like Sonic in a mixture of a Neverland boy from Peter Pan. I thought that was Steve Buscemi. I'm like, hey, it's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that bloke is also in a different film, which is different from the one that Ernest Borgnine is in. So there's like three different films going on here. Two of them only have one actor. Um, and that guy could hold an entire film on his own. He was weird, but wonderful. <laughs> and every time Ernest Borgnine just came on screen, I just kept thinking of basketball. Remember when we had the rash? Well, I found that lotion, and it's so smooth. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my <laughs> Don't worry, kids. I'll take care of this bear with my trusty pen. My trust... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly, I think, the only two things I know that I spoke Borgnine from, and now this. So, thank you, Escape from New York. Thank you very much for introducing mm. me again to Ernest Borgnine doing Ernest nothing. Borgnine. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It adds no value to this film whatsoever. Oh, God. Let's, let's go into reviews, because I'm excited to hear what Ian has to say. Oh, wait till duty. This is gonna, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a spicy meatball. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is nothing. It adds nothing to my life. <laughs> and I would happily ever hear of it ever again. I mean, tell us um, what you really think, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's a three. Three? Damn. Yeah. Damn. Wait, it- did you give the rock a three as well? I gave the rock a five. Oh, a five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. All right, Fuzzy. Uh, I'm going to give this film a solid 6.5. I think it's an enjoyable watch. Um, it has <laughs> aged significantly. Oh, wait. You're serious. <laughs> Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I think, again, it's, there's so much that gets set up with this film, and it's like... We've talked about films as well that set up a good universe and then kind of tease you and let you build the story for yourselves. I think this doesn't give enough. It needs to give a little bit more. It hints way too much and doesn't actually deliver on those hints. And the story is just literally like, go here, come back. And and there's no, it's like Mad Max Fury Road level of stupid stories. Like it just, it needs more. It needs more depth than, than it has. So... Um, 6.5 I think it's, it's still a lot of fun if you like this film I can totally understand why but I think that like uh, I can't remember who said it but there are better John Carpenter films Ian mm-hmm. yeah there's much better John Carpenter films go watch The Thing The Thing's an amazing film yes, yes. alright six, 6.5 from Fuzzy thank you yep Tom, Tom. Uh, so this film very much is a cult classic and I am not part of that cult. Um, <laughs> You're not drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> uh, I think, 
I would have had to have watched this earlier to sort of get it to that point. So this this is my first viewing of it um, once again. And there's just, uh, I think there's just too many problems with it and maybe it's just an age thing, but there's also just some really bad parts of it. Um, and I think there's overall for me, I'm probably going to be a little bit nicer than Ian, but it's a four. Four. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, last week when we reviewed The Rock and I said that, uh, there, you know, they made a film, so I've got to give it a something. Yeah. Um, this is the other film. This is... <laughs> <laughs> the sentence was they made a film really not that they made a waste of my life one for John Carpenter one for Kurt Russell's hair and one for his pants like there you that's go it. three points yep. that's it First, uh, duty uh, I'm going to give it a three as well uh, three. one for doing what was on the box <laughs> uh, two because I had some beers and I was pretty plastered and three I was on my laptop and uh, uh, actually, no, I'll take away the beers. No, I needed something to watch before the Formula One started. So th- it, it, it filled the time that needed to be filled. It, it just <laughs> consumed an hour and a half of your life. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the, I'm just as soon as one it, hour of your life away. As soon as it finished, the Formula One started. I'm like, all right, sweet, we're, we're fucking set. It did what it was intended to do. It wasted time, um, and I and and that's what this film is. Would you would you have been happier mm. to have just sit there for an hour and a half till the Formula One started? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> just literally sitting there staring at the wall. I, I would have. I would have. I would have preferred. Like it was one of those things where like Fuzzy and I were were, were doing some recording for YouTube, and then I made dinner, sent some photos to Ian because I look fucking fantastic, and then uh, and then I'm like, oh fuck, I have to watch this film, and I'm like, as soon as the movie was done, it was like qualifying starts. Yes. I can just imagine if you had forgotten about it until the Formula One had started, you're like, oh no, I have to watch this movie. Oh no, but the F1's starting, and you just chuck the movie into the bin. Oh no, the, <laughs> the, F, the F1 would be on my laptop, and I'd be, and the, the first 45 minutes of the Formula One was, well, it's still raining, we can't go out yet. And that was more entertaining than this <laughs> film. <laughs> oh no, it's still wet, can't go out yet. This, I, look, I understand people love it, but a lot of people who love it are either old or they're Yanks. And that's 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 it. It's like, hey, it's filmed in America. I'm sure that's why you love the film. It's, it just doesn't sit for me. It's it's. I don't understand why people like it. And if you like it, that's fantastic. I'm gra- I'm glad that you like it because that's that's the thing. Everything that someone else likes, it makes people a bit different. But you sure you are different like, for liking this. You don't film. like kitschy bad movies though. Like you have a thing like specifically against that. I, like The Rock. What I like mean? I like I like kitschy bad. Last Action Hero. Fantastic. He kills someone with an ice cream. That's I not kitschy like bad. That's, yeah, there's, there's there's kitschy films that are a completely different category from those. Are I think yeah. Any that's, think I, I don't think you get. I, I don't think you're into those films, so that's completely fine. But that's what those cult kind of films get into, and yeah. I still need to watch the Big Trouble in Little China. Like I've got that. I still haven't watched it yet, but if I I wouldn't bother. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> like this. You won't like Big Trouble in Little China. You must never go there, duty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do it. If, if really <laughs> do it, want, I dare you. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you've got some F1 to go to, if that's the case. Or oh, it's yeah. raining. Oh, oh it's, it's raining. Oh, they can't go outside. Oh, no, it's raining. <laughs> it's- <laughs> and there is literally nothing else to watch in your house. That film's fucking shit. I'd, I'd rather watch Blade Runner a couple more times than watch this again. Well, why not? Blade Runner's an excellent movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, I, uh, my opinion on Blade Runner is, is is actually starting to change. But yeah, this this film, my opinions will not change on this film. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did it. You did it, buddy. We got one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to give this just a, a straight five because you know it's it's I can understand this movie being the cult classic that it is, and I still have some good memories from watching it when I was younger and didn't really understand it but it's it's definitely aged poorly and I poorly. Don't know, maybe yeah poorly maybe I just wasn't drunk enough to really enjoy it to the point where you fell asleep <laughs> yes wasn't drunk enough to miss 90% of it but maybe that's the way we need to watch this in the future because we should still rewatch Oh, did you score this? Yeah, five. Sorry, I just zoned out. (laughs) Thanks, Ian. Glad you're here. I I do have an idea for next week's episode, but we'll leave that to maybe off-air discussions. Are we going to poll these losers now? Yes. 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 So what what we would like you guys to do, our lovely listeners, uh, if you have watched these movies along with us, uh, would love uh, sorry for your opinions. I, I'm very sorry. Uh, I would like your opinions. Tell us if watching the movie versus what we decided to talk about is what you agree with. If it's changed your opinion, try and change our opinion. Maybe Bump Duties 3, Duty and Ian's 3. God, I forgot that Ian. No, I don't know. You guys are very similar on so many things, but so dissimilar on so many more. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, nothing that anyone will ever say will change their scores. Like, they are firmly in a three. And I think we're lucky that we got them to a three. So, yeah, there, there is no way that anyone's going to be able to change their score above that. I doubt my son or do, do daughter think, is that stupid. <laughs> do you think the three is purely for Kurt Russell? Like, could you imagine anyone else doing this better other than Schwarzenegger? Because I feel like Duty would love it. No, I said no, no. Formula One laptop. <laughs> it does what it says on the box. Kurt Russell's not in my evaluation. Russell was in mine. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. There. But yeah, join our listener community page yeah. on Facebook. Um, in the face of the book, mm-hmm. put up a poll of these loser films, and mm-hmm. you guys just tell us the Die Hard three one. <laughs> yeah, the hey. nine minutes of Die Hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Die Hard, that was just a rough, a rough episode, and I, I, I apologize to any and all involved, especially Lisa, but especially Bart. <laughs> uh, but that is our episode, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I just went a bit porky pig there. I accidentally opened the wrong tab. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to Pop Culture Podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with nerd in the title. If you did enjoy the show, feel free to leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to and we'll be sure to read it out on the next episode. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, tell them about Shaken Not Nerd and as you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Shaken Not Nerd or on Twitch at Shaken Underscore Not Underscore Noob. Believe it or not, guys, I've had a lot of fun talking to Escape from New York with you guys. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. <laughs> Never thought I'd be so free. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ollie, and and like I said, I've had a lot of fun. I'll see you next week. I've been in. I'm in.
it's, reminding it's, you to wear a fucking face mask, you fucking people. Idiots. Yes. <laughs> I've been Tom. And I've been Duty. <laughs>